Izzy Barrero is an accomplished DJ, producer, composer, synthesist, and teacher. They perform as student, and they're part of the deeply necessary collectives Diskwoman and Kunk. They're a planetarium resident at Nowadays and an artist-in-residence at the post-contemporary. They have also taught classes and workshops everywhere from Moogfest to Ableton Loop, and they are the director of production at Whimsical Raps, a Brooklyn-based musical instrument company. In fact, you might recognize them as the eponymous guide to the module with. Hey. I'm stuck looping. Izzy will explore some wonderful ideas about the importance of community built on shared experiences, how vulnerability develops an artist, and how their own relationship with music-making tools has changed over the years. Izzy's work is a bold exploration of genre, approach, and self, and I am so excited to share their episode with you. This is Sound and Process, episode 16, with Izzy Barrero. I was just thinking about this book... I'm sure you've heard it, um, called Musimathics. That's basically just like a really, really basic intro book on music and math. And at the beginning of the book, the author is writing about how when he was like a kid, he just felt like he had like endless curiosity and endless imagination about, you know, wondering about the way things worked and allowing himself to explore those curiosities regardless of like how his present self would think that is like incredibly stupid or, you know, have all these like super harsh judgments about, about this kind of um, willingness to ask questions that don't, that maybe that some, you know, in some ways make sense and other ways like completely do not make sense, you know, knowing as much as we know now. Oh, no, I'm also reading um, Deleuze and Guattari's Anti-Oedipus. And I, I kind of think that this, there a lot of their ideas like, kind of come into play for me too in terms of like flow and like this idea of um desiring production and 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 just if if you kind of like peel back all the like arbitrary structures or arbitrary constraints and conventions that you put on yourself or you've learned and allowing yourself to like be a little bit stupid or like do things that don't feel like they're correct or right. Like, like taking all of those like layers of judgment and layers of critique and layers of just, um, doubtfulness and timidity and fear. Like, I think you can't make good stuff. You can't like get to the heart of things and you can't really push anything if you're operating like out of fear when you're when you're making or performing you know it's like it's like that vulnerability and the willingness to be vulnerable with yourself and other people that makes connection possible so if you don't go there then it's like not that it won't be good you know not that it won't you know not that you won't make something cool but it would probably be cooler and more interesting and more fulfilling and and more real and engaging and new if there's your vulnerability in it because you know only you can bring that to the thing that you're doing you know it's like everybody at this point has very very similar tools to create things especially you know digital tools and so it's it's really that specific energy that's yours that that makes it different
from a very material and practical point of view, I think that community friendship in art making and and music, it's for me, so many of my friends have been like real resources of knowledge and music making tools. You know, I think that I mean, it's just a fact. It's like not everybody has access to like modular synthesizers or even knows what a modular synthesizer is. Like I, I definitely like was really late to that. Um, and um, even just, you know, starting with Ableton, I remember that one of my very good friends from Kunk like sat with me for like seven hours or eight hours and just like kind of went through it with me and was super patient and, and talked me through like all the different things and, you know, just made it way less intimidating Um, and not that I, not that I like didn't do any of my own homework and like watch like a bazillion YouTube videos, but there's something in that process of someone kind of like sharing their specific knowledge and sharing their specific way of doing something that they've learned through their actual process that is really different than reading a manual or just watching somebody, you know, watching somebody from like the Ableton I don't know, whatever academy that they have that certifies trainers, you know, it's like, it's real. it's a really, really different intimate experience that makes, I don't know, that makes the process, um, feel more human in some way or more, um, tangible. So I think there's that aspect of it, which is super material. It's like my friends teaching me how to do stuff, me teaching my friends how to do stuff, me not having a piece of equipment and not being able to buy it at the the moment that I really want to use it and someone having it and being willing to lend it to me or willing to show me how how it works and being able to have that kind of network to rely on other people to um, facilitate my growth as an artist and my growth as a, yeah, my growth as an artist. Um, That feels really good. There's that. Um, And then I think the other piece of that is like, it's really. I think it's just really hard if you're like a, a a new artist or young artist to release stuff and put it out there and feel confident and you know figure out how to get shows or figure out how to perform or you know like there's there's so many things to navigate especially in the industry and I think having a network of people that can that support you in a really really like I don't want to say emotional but kind of like constructively giving you feedback or constructively giving you advice about the things that you're making or the way that you're approaching it and being able to tell you honestly whether what you're doing is, um, if it feels interesting, if it feels really good, if it feels kind of appropriate, if it feels like what you're making is like really bad, you know, honestly, like if it, if it might be just like, or, you know, any kind of feedback and just, and just being able to have like an honest dialogue about, your music making process. And, and I think that's something that you, you really can't do on your own and being able to, to share that with other people, your music, their music, and like your individual processes, like having that as a, as a, as a resource is like really, really invaluable. Um, especially like when your experiences as people and your identities as, as people line up and you're understanding the specific trajectories that have led you to your music making process or just, you know, the kinds of challenges that you have in music making, like being able to get that solidarity feels good. Um, and I, I just think about, you know, how many different times, 
like right out of college, people kind of just believed in me enough that it was so much easier to believe in myself. It's sometimes it's hard to like take yourself seriously. Like even now I'm kind of like, what, like, what do I do? And it's like, when I see, when I, when my friends would, you know, like really come out and support me and like come to my shows or like really encourage me to, to do more, it, it, it just like really gave me the confidence to, to do stuff pretty fearlessly and just be like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And maybe I am terrified, but I'm just going to do it. And there are people here who support me. Discwoman in particular, I think, because I think that's just like a really obvious example of the network and friendship thing. I mean, it's like a no-brainer that it's like a group of people working together get things done way more effectively and efficiently than one person with you know one specific agenda and one specific angle. It's like the intersection of all of our different perspectives and backgrounds and what we think matters creates a much stronger message around what needs to shift and change in the industry. You know, it's like one person trying to do that. It's like, it's just not that effective and it doesn't work. And I think having people that it's, it's the solidarity thing again, where it's like having people who understand an experience who do similar thing to you, have a similar process you know, um, and that you can rely on for just having a really simple conversation about like a really shitty experience you've had at a venue and like being able to, to receive empathy and have someone understand why that like really sucked. And also at the same time, understand why it was really awesome that you played and, um, and, you know, enjoyed some aspects of performing, you know, like that, just like that really specific nuanced understanding that you can get from, from friendship and, and a network is is really, really valuable. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's just really hard to operate solo as like an artist. It's like, I, I just think even just trying to like get shows or like perform, it's like you need to be able to create relationships with people and and grow with them at the same pace. You know what I mean? Like not just create relationships with people that you think are way ahead of you or you know, it's like to create relationships with people that you can you can grow artistically with and also make an effort to work with people who are just starting or just beginning or are new and knowing that everyone at whatever point they're at has something to offer and that you can mutually um, benefit and like work together. And there's something that can that that is really valuable there, regardless of like where you're at just kind of by virtue like by virtue of our existence that we're valuable to each other
When I was first starting out, I would never, I never really wanted feedback because I was terrified. Um, and I, you know, it was the critique thing in my head that would go off even before I would share it with someone else. I'd be like, I don't even want to know because they're just going to say it's bad or they're not going to like it or I'm not going to get the reaction that I want, you know. And I think now in terms of like a, a project itself or like a piece of music, I, I won't really seek real feedback on it until I'm like, OK, I think it's done and I think I feel good about it because if I don't already feel good about it, then I'm just operating out of like needing someone to tell me that it's okay. And if I, if I need that, then I need to like, w like figure out why I don't feel okay about the thing, you know, like I think I've gotten to a point enough where I'm like, okay, I don't need like a pat on the back at, you know, like every moment of doing something or like I, I have enough confidence to know that like I feel I feel like I can make stuff that I like. And and so yeah, I won't I won't really ask for feedback until I feel good about something. I feel like it's ready. Um and I'll just have someone listen and just ask, you know, like do they like it? Do they not like it? And for me, especially especially with this youth workshop that I did, it's so much less important to me like whether or not someone likes something or not like that's good to know I guess but I think what's w way more important is being able to articulate what it is that you you like or you don't like about something especially what you don't like about it or what doesn't interest you because I think we're it's so common to be able to write things off really quickly especially like by genre like I feel like so many people are willing to toss out entire genres and just be like oh this sucks you know what I mean like you know, like with pop music, like people are always just like, oh yeah, like pop music is trash, like loudness wars, compression, like auto-tune, like everything is like really bad, like, you know, all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, okay, I guess so. But like, it's, it's like so unforgiving and it's just really, it's so harsh and, and critical and generalizing about like these, you know, like an entire genre of music. And it, it doesn't, it's not really articulating anything specific to you about why you don't like something. So when I'm asking for feedback, it's like, I want to know like really specific things, you know, it's like, do you think that like, it's, mi it's mixed really badly or like, um, it's too chaotic or it's kind of cheesy or, you know, like, like knowing those more specific things feels like it helps me gauge what I'm, what I'm doing and it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to change anything, but I think it helps to know like how other people are are perceiving something and how it's landing and what it's like a relational tool. It's like, okay, this is what this sounds like in my head and this is what's happening. And this is specifically what's happening for someone else. And like, do these things line up? Are they really different? And if they're really different, like, do I want to make adjust adjustments based around that? You know, it's like, okay, like if someone's like, oh, that kick is like completely blown out and sounds like shit. Like I'd probably be like, okay, like I should probably look at that. But um, if it's, you know, way more qualitative and subjective, then I'd probably just take it with a grain of salt. So, so with, with the workshop, um, including the, the peer feedback thing, I think it's just important, especially for kids, to be able to articulate 
and communicate their vision or why they did something or just to talk about what they made. I think it's it's kind of rare, or at least I didn't really experience this, where I was like asked to like make something and kind of just talk about it and like explain why I did it and like what what it means to me and like the choices that were involved and then being able to give feedback I think just being just just having the opportunity to have a dialogue about like making art as like a kid like being able to like have a platform and like be taken seriously in some way and like have a group of people like listen to you it was like really it was actually extremely cute to watch kids just like take each other really seriously about making beats you know and really listening to each other and and you know for the most part it wasn't like anyone was you know being uh particularly harsh or, or critical it was more just like i like this and i didn't like this because of this reason and i think yeah just giving people the opportunity to like have a dialogue to know that a dialogue is possible to say you know like i don't like this because it sounds really harsh or it sounds really high or the like there's too much kick or like there's there's not enough there's not enough drums and i i don't want to dance to it you know and like being able to being able to know what you like and what you don't like and why is so much more valuable than just being like yeah that sucks like i think being able to create conversation is important It's really easy to perceive artists that way, the like lone creative genius. When we like when we see somebody doing something, you know, at their peak, it's like we're not seeing all the like zillions of hours that they spent alone or working with other people creating absolute trash or like having like breakdowns about not being able to make the thing that they want. We're only seeing this like polished product that is so produced and so like, you know, like I think of a sculpture where it's like it's so many layers have been carved away that you're not seeing to make this thing. And then that's, that's all you're getting. So you're only consuming this like really shiny, beautiful thing. And it, you know, kind of, kind of deceives about, you know, about all the different things that go into creating something amazing. You know, there's, I just, I, I think that, I don't know, no one should get, get discouraged if they just don't feel like they're making like the, the absolute best thing every single time they sit down, you know, to make music or work on something. It's like, that's just like not a real thing. And everyone's process is, is different. And it's going to take like, different amounts of time and it, there's it's all relative and there's no such thing as like a lone creative genius you know pop stars like really anybody anybody that's doing anything cool in music or art it's like there's teams of people behind them or they've been doing something for so many years and it's taken so much like labor and effort and energy to get to get to that point and um it can't be reduced to like this innate geniusness that one person has you know that no one else does um it's just like a myth it's really really just a myth
I think being a part of, of whimsical raps has definitely deepened my understanding of the way that tools and people interface or or how how intimate and personal people's relationship with their music making tools really is it's like i'm <clears throat> i'm obviously aware of that like when i'm making stuff because i choose specific instruments that i want to use because i like the way it feels or i like what features it has you know i'm i'm making all these decisions when i'm when i'm choosing instruments but i think being on the other side and getting feedback and having to think about the way someone is going to interact with something and what they're expecting or what they're not expecting or what's going to make it easier or more productive for them is really interesting because I, I, I feel like part of me is guided by being a musician and being an artist and using instruments. And I think another part of me is more in the realm of understanding like the constraints of what it means to produce instruments and like what what are the options i feel like yeah i think people who who don't make instruments or don't make tools they just don't have like a a, a really good understanding of all the considerations and aspects that um go into it or what the process looks like there's so much so many different things that go into it and um takes such a long time and if it seems like there's not a reason for something that's definitely not true. <laughs> like there's definitely a reason for, for basically everything I'd say. And, um, it's, it's been talked over many, many, many times and is intentional. It's, it's interesting. I think interfaces like often just like really hide and, um, erase not the intentionality, but just like trying to make things seem as as simple and as clear and as um, intuitive as possible and kind of don't, it really obscures like how much thinking went into doing that or producing that or, or coming up with that presentation. I definitely never saw myself working at a company that makes instruments or even like modular synthesizers, like that kind of wasn't in my plan at all. Um, but I'm very, very happy it happened. And I think what I appreciate about being on both sides is that I guess it just really makes me appreciate, or it has really made me appreciate just like people's passion, like designing stuff or just wanting to use specific tools and being really passionate about the tools that they're using. I just think that like there's, there's so much energy uh, around around music from both ends. Like it definitely changed my music making process. Being in a company where I'm like thinking about presentation and how something feels, and you know, is someone going to be really excited when they open up the box? And like you know, like thinking about all those details has yeah definitely made my um, an, an appreciation for tools different. And I I think people on lines are so excited and it's really cool to see people freak out about stuff like I love it personally I love it like having joined lines pretty recently like I really really get a giant kick out of people posting their patches and like talking about new things that they've discovered and asking questions like it's so cool to see and I think the community is very very helpful to one another You can find more of Izzy's work as Student on SoundCloud or on their website at student, S-T-U-D-1-N-T, dot N-Y-C. 
As always, Sound and Process is an exploration of the artists of lines, so come join the conversation at llllllll.co. That's 8 Thank you so much for listening.